Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome in. Happy opening day, everybody. Different sport. This is the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use that code CHGO to get $2,000 in free bets. Uh, but it is opening day in Chicago, which is always a special day for, yeah, at least for the Cubs today. Um, as we discussed briefly yesterday, they are playing the Brewers, who have an indoor stadium and a dome. It's still winter here in Chicago, so they're going to pl- try to play the game in snow. Brilliant. Brilliant. Just great job by everybody involved with that. They, they, play, like they play football in snow. You know, they got to get it done. Yeah. They got to go yeah. out there and make but, a lot of money. But the difference is in baseball, they'll delay the game if you, there's like three raindrops. That's true, too. And like, that's like golf. You guys play baseball growing up? Yes, I did. T-ball. Yeah. T-ball? T-ball, that was it? That was it. Yeah. And then I went to soccer and then, then football. But Love baseball, man. That, that's got to be a hard – I always – when I was at UW, University of Washington, in Seattle – that's when uh, the Mariners had Randy Johnson, mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr., uh, Alex Rodriguez. Remember that team? Yeah, it was oh a very yeah. good football. Oh that yeah. was a good baseball team. But Randy Johnson used to come to Washington's indoor facility and pitch. And I'd stand there and just think to myself, I got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> even if I put out a bunt, I am not going to even bunt Randy Johnson, right? Like, I mean, that ball, I used to think, like, if someone would rob his house, he was just going to eat baseballs. <laughs> by his stand because, his first of all, baseballs. his arm was halfway down where the ball needed to go, and then it was moving at 100 yeah. miles. Like, yeah. anyway. Unfair. Yeah, th- those guys are unbelievable. You had the speed. You had the fact that his arm was just like, he, um, was it like Stretch Armstrong, that guy? You, yeah. Like, like, it, like Mr. yeah. It, it was like he would, could reach the ball well, halfway to the He was 6'11", wasn't he? Was Randy right? Johnson 6'8"? And he was, I, I think, think, I think he was a I left-hander. Yeah. yeah. He was oh, a yeah. left hand. I mean, the ball. What was it? What was the All Star game? 10, yeah, wow. That the the guy wouldn't even stand in the box. John Cruck. John Cruck. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And John Cruck. And, and but but you know what's funny? When I saw it because I had saw Randy Johnson live, I had no judgment on John Cruck. I was like, I don't I don't blame <laughs> you at all. But um, baseball is a fun. Those guys, those major league guys are good at it, and they are fun to watch, man. Yeah, it's a, it's impressive stuff. So uh, for all the baseball fans out there, it's a it's a good day, and uh, and we're you know what? I'm excited for baseball too. And we got I'm probably more excited about the Masters though, to be honest. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. hey wait, I'm sorry, Adam. He, the guy John Clark, I think, in our comments mentioned when he he killed the bird. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When Randy nuts. Johnson hit the bird. Yeah, like the unbelievable. 
the probability of that ever happening again, it's like yeah, a bird what, flying what in. Wor- did anybody ever work at work out what the probability was? Uh, <sighs> I mean, it's probably never happened again. I mean, Not, I, I don't yeah. think it has. Uh, maybe it has. Just the bird just exploded though. It was like the bird should have known better. <laughs> yeah, honestly. What are you doing? What are you, it is one of the. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's like a parent standing over the bird. Like you should have known better. Uh, <laughs> as, as the, uh, you mentioned the Masters, Adam. Like it's always that time of the year here in Illinois when you're watching them play golf in oh. this sunny, you know, and and it just looks amazing there, in, you know, in Georgia, but. Um, the fact that Tiger Woods could play. I mean, I think he's going to nice. try. Yeah. And nice. they were about to cut his leg. I mean, the guy's always a star. I was thinking the other day when I was watching their press conferences, you know, no matter who was on the podium, they were asking him all Tiger Woods questions, which they don't seem to mind even Dustin Johnson because they know how much money this guy's made all right. of them. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and Tiger's also changed his um – even his reputation around the other players. Yeah. Like he wasn't always a well-liked figure no. around those other players. Now they all stop. Like if he's at the driving range, they all stop to talk to him and he, he'll talk back. You know, he's become way more friendly. I, yeah. I think even on the tour, that makes a big difference. Um, do you remember speaking of the weather, the year he won a couple of years ago, 2019, when he had that amazing run to win the masters again, it snowed like three inches here. Yeah, you remember that remember day? That. It was yep. a Sunday. We're sitting there watching the one of the greatest, you know, golfing days you could ever witness, and it's just snowing outside. And you Come kept on. thinking, like, there's no way Tiger's gonna finish this. And then I forget what hole it was, but he, the guy he was playing with, put it in the water. Yes, and I, I couldn't believe 16, it. Yeah, maybe. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I, and that guy had played. I forget his name now. He had played so good all week. Yep. And the commentators were saying. I remember the commentators saying he's not. He's been too consistent. He won't melt down. I kept thinking to myself, but he's never played with Tiger Woods. He's mm. never been on the back home stretch with Tiger Woods. But I will go on a limb and say I got Rom this week. I got John Rom winning the Masters. I don't know if you guys want to make a pick. I, I don't have anybody because I'm just not the biggest golf guy. So <laughs> I'm just going to defer to Adam on this one. You, uh, can pick, you can pick anybody. Just so you know, Tiger is even through four holes. So he's, he's, he's out, out there. there. He's yeah. I'm taking Tiger Woods on. I believe he's wearing pink. Nice look. Oh, okay. I think salmon. It was, I think it was Xander Shoffley you're thinking of. Xander Shoffley, I think that year. No, I don't think so. No? No, I don't think that's who I'm thinking of. I, I could be wrong when it comes to golf. Yeah. But um I we'll 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 get it before who was Tiger Woods? Someone in our comments. Who Someone's was Tiger Woods know. playing with? Someone put who put it, the ball in the water on sixteen? Yeah. Actually, Olin, I do have a question for you because I think it was Max Kellerman yeah. who said that Tiger Woods, what, isn't an athlete or something like that? It's like he's yeah. not a, a, a great athlete. Well, look. Real quick, real quick. There's two people in the media that said some foolish things yesterday about people being athletic, okay? And one was Max Kellerman. Said, <laughs> he said that Tiger Woods is not an athlete. I know where he's going. And then the other one going. was me. Okay. <laughs> because I said that basically, basically, I said only left tackles can play basketball, which was actually the opposite of the point I was trying to get across, which is that don't sleep on offensive linemen playing basketball. basketball. But it somehow came, it came out completely wrong. Like centers are not athletic. You know who had amazing low post game? Because we used to now before. Everybody got into this whole keep everybody healthy 
uh, and off the basketball courts at the Walter Payton Center, we used to run games. Ooh. And it would be old, would be position versus position. Did they have a gym in there? Well, they just would have a basketball court in there. Yeah, that's they would just put it out. And it wasn't like a full court. It was just, you know, you, you could run games. And watching someone like Marcus Robinson, uh, we had a few other guys, Marty Booker, watching oh. them hoop was mm, anyway. Yeah. James Big Cat Williams in the low really? post. <laughs> and then so our basketball team, our offensive line, we won, but some of that was there was no referees. Um, big Cat in the post, Patrick Manley shooting threes. So we, we, we did pretty good. But uh, uh, like you're saying, Adam, a lot of these football players, like have you ever seen Brian Erlacher play basketball? I have not. I'd oh, love man. to. Oh, man. Just athletic. Just unbelievable. i tell you who else is good. And, and I want to say this because a lot of people see his videos. Anthony Adams. Spice can play basketball. No, I mean. He, he secretly can. Yes, yes. <laughs> that yes. one video. He's, and he's secretly extremely athletic. And that's why he can do all that. Mm-hmm. Well, that I can tell because yeah. some of the way he like bends Moves in, in some of those videos he yes. posts. I'm like, so, yeah. how do you do that? Yeah, exactly. Right? So, so like he's playing a lot, but he a lot of that he is because he's so athletic. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, as far as your question on what Kellerman said. If he meant like, if we're talking about athlete in the sense of running, jumping, yes. bungee, like mm-hmm. I know what he's saying, mm-hmm. but golf is a sport. Tiger mm-hmm. Woods is the best ever. Tiger Woods may be the most mentally strong athlete besides Tom Brady that we've watched, you know, over years and years and compete to come back. What he's come back from. Uh, car crashes and his wife chasing him with a golf club and all these things that he's done and then win the Masters, as Adam was just talking about. Um, it just depends on exactly what Kellerman's talking about. Well, he he said that uh, I've never seen Tiger run. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's that's his point. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I've never seen Michael Phelps run, right? But, but he, he's yeah, an incredible a, athlete. Yeah, right. Like, come on. So no, just man, it just depends on what you think an athlete actually like. What what how you're using mm-hmm. the term. Right? He said so. he checks off a lot of boxes, like that mental focus, the torque that he yeah. has, but does he check off, like you said, the running, those kind of, no, those different no, areas. But no, like yeah. he, like he's not going to, like he, Tiger's not going to be a basketball player. He's mm-hmm. not going to be a, uh, a football player. He's not going to be a, you know, he's not, he's not going to, I don't know. Some I've of those other skills speed, he's yes. not going to use, right? Yeah. So, I mean, to, in today's world, like athlete is like a profession. It's something you are. It's what it, Pat Fitzgerald once said to me, he said, he said, you're athletic. You're not an athlete. Don't claim to be an athlete. Well, you know I mean, I mean, Pat Fitzgerald doesn't write the book on what an athlete definition <laughs> is. But I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It, it just depends on, like, it depends on what Kellerman's trying to say there. Right? And if you, your definition is, if you're playing a sport for a living, you are an athlete, then yeah. A Tiger Woods would be a good athlete. Is this CHGO golf? <laughs> yeah, I was going to jump in and uh, let you guys know that the this, chat's a little... It's that time of the year. Tiger talk. But yeah, <laughs> relax, guys. It's that time of the year. We're talking about Owen. Oh, they're asking where the tape measure's at. It's uh, over there on the side table. So yes. we'll get to that eventually. I'm waiting. Adam's six feet. Just everybody's letting oh, go. I 100% guarantee it's more than that. <laughs> I right. think the question is, is it 6'2 or 6'3? And I know everybody Adam's cannot six wait to see. One. So we'll have to. At the most. We'll get to it. We'll get well, to it. See, I just got an extra inch out of you there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, uh, people want the Bears talk. We we will we will deliver here. So um, we were going to talk a little bit about wide receivers today. Everybody wants a wide receiver. 
I think Justin Fields wants a wide receiver, probably. Um, I would think so. So does Ryan Poles have to take a wide receiver in the second round, in your guys' opinion? So I wanted to bring this up because some of the wide receivers that signed these big contracts, made mm-hmm. these trades, you look at like a guy like Stephon Diggs who just signed his big contract. Fifth-round pick. You look at Tyree Kill, also a fifth-round pick. You look, you look at Darnell Mooney, a fifth-round pick. Yeah. So I, I know everybody, we, the Bears need to get a wide receiver and would like to see it maybe the first time they get on the clock, right? But is it absolutely necessary that Ryan Poles, this Bears organization, needs to take a wide receiver with that first 39 overall pick when, when they get to the draft? So that's why I want to present this topic because there are wide receivers that – you can find in the later rounds, but it's just such a position of need for the Bears at this moment. Yeah, and I think Tyreek Hill, and I'd have to go back and look, but I think he had, he had some, yeah. issues coming out, and that's why he dropped mm-hmm. in the draft, right? So uh, if there's someone out there like that and you're waiting on him, but as far as Chicago Bears, do they have to take a wide receiver in the second round with those two picks? Um if the, he's a top guy on the board, right, Adam? Mm-hmm. If he's a top guy on Ryan Poe's board, because, gosh, man, they need everything. <laughs> they do. could make an argument for, for a D-tackle, for a defensive end, for a oh. linebacker, for a cornerback, for a safety, for a wide receiver. You go through all the positions, and they can make an argument for those. So I guess in the spirit of your question, my answer is no. They okay. don't have to take a wide receiver in the second round. That, that would be my answer there. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I probably would agree with you um, that they don't have to. I mean, as long as you end up getting a solid wide receiver. But I would, I would make the argument you have to draft a wide receiver somewhere in the draft. Mm-hmm. You can't would, go would like you the say, Packers. Would you say in those first three picks? Ideally. Two twos and a three, right? I'm not wrong about yeah. that. Ideally, I think that's what you would like to see a wide receiver taken. I, I just I've been covering the draft long enough to know that like it's just no guarantee Mm-mm. that wherever you draft them they're going to be good. To yeah. your point, like you you could get one in the fifth round, you can get one in the second round, you could draft one seventh overall, and he could be a complete bust, which we've seen too. Right. Like so, I, to me, it's less about where exactly the player is drafted, and just that the Bears get one that works out. I like I know that's easy to say, yeah. but like I don't care if he, if that, he's that, undrafted. It's simple, but but you're so correct, right? Yeah. And, and then you have to get into if you when we talk about that, he needs to work out. You have to get into development, right? Yeah. In your building, uh, why haven't like a good question for Ryan Pose is Have you studied why wide receivers don't work out in Chicago? And you could point to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You could point to the quarterback, but. You are not doing your job unless you looked at the whole development of a certain position that hasn't worked out for so many years in one spot. I can already see it, though, you guys. Like, if the Bears on, you know, day two of the draft, second and third round, don't come away with a wide receiver, people are going to be losing their mind. Like, I can already see it. Like, draft Bears Twitter is going to be losing. Like, what are you doing? Especially if they draft defense within those first two um, picks in the second round, like I can already foresee it. But if that's again what's best on their board, like they look at these players and that's what aligns. And you have to if people are trusting what Ryan Poles is doing right now, being really patient, mm. and then you see it kind of reflect that in the draft by drafting not a wide receiver. Then 
I wonder how people kind of react to that. I, I, I have a, I don't mean to go away from this White House question, but I read something in Kevin Fishbane's article, and I want to ask you guys about it. Um, Kevin Fishbane writes for the Athletic. Make sure I don't miss anything, Adam. Yep. And joins Adam, the Jans and Hogan Jans podcast, one of the best podcasts. He was on out our there. show yesterday. Here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, really good podcast. And obviously, Fishbane knows his stuff. But in his article, and I think he wrote this, and I hope I'm not wrong. Ryan Poe said, I never get rattled. And I thought to myself, you've never been a general manager. You know what I mean? Like, Couple you, months in. You, you got to be in a lot of positions before you can get rattled. You got to be under pressure. Uh, you got to be on. He's going to be on the clock, right? It's the first time he's on the clock. And I just think to myself, man, for, I'm going to get into it. That comment just, just made me laugh. But I wonder if when he comes up, like, for everything that he presented to the Bears from what we heard, from who he is, from what he says is important, if he he's just going to go offensive line there. And his first pick, the pick that's going to be his identity, mm-hmm. I just have a hard time thinking he doesn't go offensive line with that that's pick. That's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know? I mean, I probably would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Person, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, think about it. Like, um, you're on the clock, Adam. It's wide receiver or offensive lineman. They're ranked the same. Who do you take? Uh, if they're equal on the board, is it a tackle? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah let's make them a tackle. Yeah, I think I'd go with the tackle. tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'd go with the tackle. Yeah. Nicholas? You know, I've said before, we've, we kind of had a similar question. Would you take that offensive line, that wide receiver, if they're both – you know, similarly graded. I went offensive lineman before. I'm going to stick to that. I think you just need to build that up right. Right. Because this is not just a year 2022 that you need to be good. It's for the longevity, right? And I think if you have that offensive line established, that goes a long way in trying to build that up. Yeah. But also, like, right now we've talked about how they pretty much have Jenkins and Borum penciled in at those tackles. And then who? Well, I, I was thinking when you guys are talking about wide receiver – if they line up in three wides right now, okay. yeah. it's Mooney, is it in Pringle, and is it Daz Newsom? Can they line? Can they line up? In, can they line up in four wides right now? <laughs> right. So can Saint Brown? Yeah, um, oh, I can name is Saint Brown. Yes, I, I forgot about them signing him. So when you line this offense up right now, we've talked a lot about how a really good wide receiver with a lot of speed. Nothing helps pass protection a run game more, mm-hmm. right? Because he's so dangerous that you got to take a safety out of the box. It takes a lot of blitzes away that they're going to run. But Ryan Pose, when he gets on the clock, and, and the, the fact that a lot of their, their, um, the guys they wanted in free agency, Ogan Joby, Brian Allen, they wanted those two guys. They didn't get them. Uh, they weren't willing to pay too much for Brian Allen. Again, not overpaying for players, trying to build it the right way. They could take they take your choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take, take your spot there. Uh, take who they want. I would tell if Ryan Pose is asking for my opinion, which we all know at Hallow Saw, they don't do without a grain of salt. If they were asking for my opinion, I would say you stick to your board. It's one of the drafts that you can. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah, and you know. True. Well, and to your point here, so. You you just asked, like, who would be the fourth wide receiver? It's probably Daz Newsom. There's only two other wide receivers beyond that that are even on the roster. Isaiah Coulter 
and Simba Webster. Okay. Mm. Both guys were just like guys that were brought in sort of on the fly last year by a different regime. Tackle. Okay. But besides Larry Borum and Tevin Jenkins, you have Lachavius Simmons. We've seen that. Uh, Tyrone Wheatley Jr. Mm. That's it. Like, so there's no depth. I saw something, and I wish I remember where I saw this, but someone, I think some coach or somebody was saying, like, in today's NFL, you need to be six deep at defensive back. Mm. Like, you need to have six defensive backs that you know you can count on, whether it's corner or safety. And this scheme needs a nickel back at them. Mm -hmm. It needs it bad. Now, um, do we know I was looking at a little bit at Tyrone Wheatley Jr.? Do you know, like, his story, he was a, I think he was, I want to say a tight end or a defensive end, and then he played, I don't even know what the team, was he in like, Canada last year and they brought him in? Morgan State. Right, and then I, I saw that he played somewhere last year, and he's 6'6", 295. Yeah. Now, I know that his dad is obviously Tyrone Wheatley Sr., but is it the Tyrone Wheatley that played in the NFL? I, I mean, I remember Tyrone Wheatley. Yeah, that, yeah, I know. I think right? it is. Is I th- it? I, th- I think also, it is. Also, that makes me feel old. <laughs> um. <laughs> I know how you feel. <laughs> but, um. but like you're saying, like, it, the plan for, at the tackle spot with as much as been talked about, about fixing the offensive line, and um, the offensive line was a problem, and that's what Ryan Pose and Ian Cunningham do well. We're all waiting, and we're all, everybody wants to be patient, and, and, and we un- Pose is correct. Like, you want to build this the right way. He is correct to point to the history of how the Chicago Bears have been doing uh, developing teams and how they only have four wins in 30 years, right? Uh, 1993 or 1994, they, uh, Dave Wansett team beats the Minnesota Vikings. Um, two wins in 2006 and then a the win in 2010. That's all. So he is right. Like, do you want to build this for sustained success and you want to build this the right way and you want to study your history and you want to know why you haven't won? But with all that being said, they, have, they, they, they signed Lucas Patrick, who was a backup center last year for Green Bay and played because Myers, their starting center, got hurt. When you turn the film on, um, you don't come away saying, man, they got themselves a Pro Bowl center. Yeah. So um, – Here's here's the story on Tyrone Wheatley Jr. Okay, okay. ready for this. He 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 went to Michigan where his his dad played. I mean uh, that is who That's, his dad is. Okay, cool. The former Michigan running back, first round draft pick. Um, so he went to Michigan originally as a tight end. Ended up transferring out. Finished at Stony Brook. Okay, last year he played in what was called the Spring League. <laughs> That's what I saw, yes. Yep. And that was where he converted from tight end to offensive tackle. So, and it like raw. a classic Ryan Pace move. Oh, so this is a Ryan Pace sign. No, this, yeah, this is last year. So after that, the Bears oh, signed gosh. him, brought him to camp as a tackle. He was waived during final cuts, um, but then was kept around all year on the practice squad and then was signed to a reserve future contract. But... That was before Ryan Poles walked in the door. Walked in the door because, and, and I still don't know who was actually the one making those signings, because like they signed a bunch of players onto the roster after the season ended. Yeah, that's right. True. Yeah. You know, right. Who, well, there there who? is a lot of uh, Poles kept a lot of the scouts. Didn't he? He kept a lot of the scouts on yeah. staff, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like like 
like we see with the uh, the curious case of whoever I don't know his name now, oh, but whoever they hired to do about. contracts, mm-hmm. why like Cliff Stein's doing the contracts? Yeah. Because in a typical Bears move, they hired a guy to do contracts that doesn't know how to do contracts, but they don't want to give me fifteen dollars an hour to coach offensive linemen. <laughs> but I mean, all I asked for is fifteen oh two. That was it. That's it. That's the story. Two more cents. So when George said there was more to the story, that was it? That was it, the two cents. (laughs) I got my two cents to put in on this story. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, man. Matt Feinstein. Feinstein. Matt Feinstein. Feinstein. Oh, yeah, he came Yeah, well, he he handled, like... The curious case of Matt Feinstein. Labor law and stuff for the Mm -hmm. NFL. Right. He's never actually done contracts. Right, well, that's why you hire him to do contracts. They like him. (laughs) They think he's, you know, he's a prospect coming through the system, right? He's on the practice squad right now, learning under Cliff Stein. Also, I got to get get someone to pay me for a job. Yeah. And then just... I was walking and say, I don't really know how to do it, though. (laughs) So, if you can do it for me for, like, two or three years, and then I'll do the job. Hey, the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app. Use code CHGO when you sign up, and if you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's not it, because if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. So that's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, a free T-shirt, from the CHGO Locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. And if you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at allchgo.com. We will help you out. Your home for in-live, in your home for live in-play betting just got even better. Introducing PointsBet's new feature, the live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live same-game same parlay only with Points bet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. Watch live, parlay live, boost live, all with points bet. And now online signup is available in Illinois. Download the points bet app right now. Register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. All right, I have a question for everybody in the chat who will listen to this on their drive. Everybody in here, really. Do you want to start your day with a competitive edge? How about you, Olin? Um, I wake up with an edge. Ooh. All right, so maybe this is not for you, but that's okay. Because Strava, CBD coffee is a game changer. That's what changer. I wake up with. Also, Why don't you mention it? There we go. Um, and it's helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious fresh roast specialty coffee infused with organic broad spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry but it does offer real benefits that can help you. You feel alert and focused without the jitters, live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling at your best. The best part about this, Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also concentrates full-spectrum CBD tinctures, For those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage effects of benefits, CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when they use code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use code CHGO25 at checkout. Discount coupon valid on non-subscription purchases only, one use per customer. 
and already love Strava, subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you are in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. Yeah, you know, fair question right there on the chat on YouTube right now. I thought Olin was doing a read today. You know, I'm going to pull Dan Patrick here and and call out Nick. I mean, I think Olin should be doing the reads because Nick just did that read in the completely wrong hey, break. No, 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 no. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check, wait, wait. Tra- check the traffic log. Listen. Oh, look at that. Thir- check what day it is. Okay, Lawrence, you can you can attest. I thought today was Wednesday. Listen, I'm an independent That's contractor. not an excuse. And look, well, if, if you're looking at Wednesday, well. Yeah, I'm just here so I don't yeah. get fined. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm just here. So we'll have you go the next break. We'll see it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I know. I I have fired Nick from doing reads. All right. You know, I I give it all to Olin now. Shout out to Andrew on Twitter said I, uh, my height has been canceled. (laughs) What? (laughs) You know, everything is getting canceled. My height got canceled. I just got canceled from ad reads. You got canceled from ad reads. Olin doesn't get canceled. I'm I'm shocked I'm still here, to be honest. I'm shocked. (laughs) Although you kind of got canceled by the Bears. Bears, yes. That's true. It's too late for them. With the yeah. money they pay me, they can't cancel me. <laughs> That's why I got the alumni. You wear it proud. The GSH. Wear it proud. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And I got to put Lawrence on the spot here, too. Ooh. Can you... Everyone wants to know what you look like and why the camera never... See? There it is. And I wanted to ask you, because you're wearing an Orioles hat today. Yeah. Yesterday, you had a Padres hat on. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Hi. Your hat game is strong. Well, these are... So these how hats much are space in your closet do the hats take the, up? These hats are literally, like... Hats I wore on Little League teams in the 80s. Like, this is old and mesh and doesn't it's really so fit clean. very well. Yeah, because well, yeah, it's been in a box in my closet. Like, they are all just stacked together in this one box. I've got Blue Jays, A's, Astros. It looks good, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank it looks you. good. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't, killing that you can't do any better than the cartoon bird. Is that like a 1963? That's, nah, this is like 80s, right? 80s? Like, uh, That's know, a great logo. The best logo. It really beautiful. is. And it matches your beautiful orange hoodie. It does. And yes, hello to the chat. I'm sorry, I just have a lot going on with you guys. Chat a lot, so I'm trying to do other things. That's right. Wonder if uh, Will's wearing the same one right now. Yeah, he probably is. (laughs) So, um, you guys, you guys play basketball in high school? I I hear a lot of talk about basketball around here. Not on the team, but recreationally, almost every day after football season Uh. was over. So, since I don't know why my height has become such a discussion this week. But I wasn't even close to my current height until senior year. So the answer I was is no. Just, no, I was like this tall. And then I'll oh, you were taller than that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because if I was that tall, I'd be that would shorter be than my seven-year-old right now. Yeah. Now I'm getting called out so, in the chat for being Aaron Rodgers. So Roger. all this basketball, <laughs> yep. all this basketball talk, we don't have any real basketball players. No. No. Uh, Not by your definition no. of, well, we, we have of a lot of you have to play in high school. You call a, a golfer an athlete. Oh, right? you yeah. played, right? Oh, I wrestled in... Um, I wrestled and did shot put and disc plus football. Okay, wait. In so, high school. does anybody in that tweet actually have basketball? Yeah, so like maybe Adam Jams. Does Jams have Jams basketball? Have actual basketball, like playing high school. I, I don't know, know if he, play, he played football. I don't know. Wait, now baseball. You, was wait, now you you described like you said in your definition. So to call yeah. someone a basketball player, you like you have to play basketball. That would be everybody's definition. Right in your definition, I didn't play. But well, so if, if you I play three listen, days a week in my twenties, I'm not no, a at, at the rec in in North Chicago. <laughs> so get if, out if of I here. run a marathon, am <laughs> no, I a runner? If you're playing like Lake Bluff or Libertyville, no, then no, I, you're not a basketball <laughs> player. Sorry. If I, if I run ten miles a day if down the lakefront, uh, am go I a out, runner? If you go out, dude, go in the city. If you go down the city, yeah. and you play in the city. 
Oh. Okay? Then we'll, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll consider it. Okay. But if you're playing against a bunch of white guys in Libertyville, no. All you're right. not a basketball Well, what about player. growing up uh, in, at Oz Park then playing I'm just on trying the, to figure on, out what sport I can tell you you're, you're, you're an actual player now. Right? Uh, what did you play in high school? Baseball. Okay. You're yeah. a baseball player. Yeah. Okay. What about like a Glenbard West? A bunch of white guys. Yeah. Well, Glenbar West, yeah, the 611 guy. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're so, really good. So all I'm saying to you guys is <laughs> that is everyone's definition of actually playing the sport. You actually. Everybody's. You definition. actually played the sport. And that makes sense to me. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'll canceled my own. <laughs> did you actually play the sport or not? I just got canceled by Owen. <laughs> no, no. Oh, and Nicholas would never get canceled by me. We're having a very productive conversation. Um, all right. <laughs> you said you did a 360 dunk on a five. Wait, what? Your height is in the topic because you said you did a 360 dunk on. Oh. Yeah. I, def- I definitely did not say that, but it sounds like. I could see that, though. That's where this has gone this week, so maybe. <laughs> that's yeah. where this is, this is. Well, that's where we are, <laughs> really. We don't have a lot of subjects left. Right? We're, not, right. yeah. we're, we're we waiting for the draft. draft. We do have one, though. We do have one, and that is the the Atlanta Bears. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, the Atlanta Bears. The Atlanta Bears. I don't know if you've heard of a, the new expansion team down there. Uh, they've replaced the Falcons. Um this is incredible. And I'll give so – we brought up Fishbane earlier. This is all Kevin Fishbane because he uh, – not like this was tough research, but he did do it and he tweeted it out <laughs> yesterday. And I have to be honest, I knew that there were a lot of Bears players down there mm. with the Falcons. I did not realize it was this many. Mm-hmm. This is insane. So, I mean, you can see it if you're watching on YouTube. Screen. For those listening to the pod, list of Bears players that have now joined Ryan Pace and company down there in Atlanta and Phil Emery, quite frankly mm-hmm. – uh, Jermaine Effetti, Demir Bird, Willie Beavers, who I forgot was a bear, mm-hmm. Rashad Coward, Mike Davis, Cordell Patterson, Tease Tabor, James Vauders, Elijah Wilkinson, Damian Williams. And then, of course, you have a bunch of coaches that that's, were from the— pre- That's uh, 10 players, by the way, before counting. 10 players. Jeez. So that's a fifth of—like, basically a fifth of what you might have on the mm-hmm. 53-man roster. Not that all those guys will probably make the 53. Yeah, go ahead and list the coaches. Well, Dave Ragone, Charles London, Michael Petrie, uh, Ted Monachino, John Hoke, all coaches that have been with the Bears in recent years. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, That Pete, is interesting. Isn't that crazy? So Terry Fontenot is their general manager, and he yeah. came from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. right? He was there for 18 years, so obviously he knows Ryan Pace mm-hmm. well. Um, those almost seem like – I'd have to see the list again, but they almost <laughs> seem like – Camp bodies, don't they? They almost seem. And besides Cordero Patterson, who obviously is, uh, I thought Elijah Wilkinson was pretty good when he went in. I thought I think he's a pretty good depth piece. Um, the problem James is they couldn't count on him because he kept kept he ended up on the COVID list COVID like four list. times. Well, I mean, and we don't have COVID this year, right? So um, we do, but hopefully it's better. Not in the NFL, yeah, yeah, not in the NFL. Uh, the NFL got rid James Vaughters. Outside linebacker? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, Preseason hero? Demir Bird. Demir Bird. Uh, Mark Grody's guy. Mark Grody loved Demir Bird. Oh, now. yeah. Oh, loved like him. Bird. Uh, now, Demir Bird, wasn't he who caught the Texas route out of the backfield? What game was that? Uh, was he had the big, or? the big play against the Packers. Packers, oh. yes. And the, the two-point conversion against the Seahawks. I mean, the, just oh, yeah. the, I mean, those are probably all league minimum contracts, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, Mike Besides Davis? maybe Patterson would be the only one. Mike Davis? But no. 
But okay, but let's look at a couple of these guys. Like I just Cordell Patterson. You're yeah, right. That's you're right. The only one. So you, you would bring Holy if you're God, you've if, seen enough of Rashad Coward. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big Rashad Coward guy, to be honest. <laughs> like um, well, he started is? for the Bears. He's he's been in the NFL for a long time. You know what I mean? So the there are a few the people <laughs> well who do like him. Well, he was a defense. Well, he is a Ryan Pace guy because Pace, he was a defensive lineman who he converted to offensive line. They thought they had something there. And now, wasn't that, wasn't the story that Vic Fangio recommended they move him over to offensive line? I believe yeah. it. Isn't that, isn't that the story? That sounds familiar. But, but Wait, I don't which, know. Shouldn't that be a red like, flag? That, that, <laughs> that, uh, he, I don't want this guy on my defense anymore. Can you take him? He, he, I knew the O-line coach. That it was Obviously, I know Harry pretty well. Liked him, too. Uh, obviously, had a lot of development to do. But um, that, that is interesting that, that they're all down there. Now, Dave Ragone, Charles London, they go down. They went down there the year before Ryan Pace yeah. got there, right? Yeah, they've been there for a year. And I then, give them a lot of credit for how they use Cordero is it, Patterson. Is it Dean Pease, the defense coordinator? Um, I think he might be. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, because but, Ted Monachino coached with him in Baltimore, I think, with Pagano, right? Uh, John Hoke, very good defensive back coach under Lovey, I think. He had Mel Tucker here, and maybe John Fox's couple of years. But that is interesting. It's 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 just it's it's remarkable what, that it's that many. What would be yeah. really interesting is if those guys have any success down there. Well, mm. like Patterson has, and I was you know mid season last year there was all this talk about. You know, all oh, the Bears need Kyle Fuller back or they need Charles Leno back. And I'm like, how about the fact that Cordero Patterson, they could not find a role on him on offense other than, you know, the toss sweep on fourth and one out of the shotgun. And he had how many touchdowns? Like, I never – I picked him up in fantasy football last year. I never would have thought in a million years that he would become a really good fantasy football player. Like, Dave Ragone, give him credit for – Cracking a code wow. that Matt Nagy could not with well, that guy. Let's not give Ragone too much credit. <laughs> Arthur Smith is, is calling the plays down there, isn't he? Isn't a head coach calling the plays? Sure, but um, you know, but don't you? Didn't they use him in 2019? I remember. I remember the Denver game. They ran like a toss crack with. Le- There's another oh, guy, yeah. uh, 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 Leno and Cordero Patterson. Leno pulls out. You know, the Bears didn't want Leno, and now the Redskins resign him. It just is interesting to watch when guys move on and to see them because I've heard offensive linemen for the Bears tell me that, look, as much as it was hard to say judge Justin Fields, to say judge, I heard you guys talking about making great points about Cole Komet the other day in that scheme. They felt the same way. They Mm -hmm. felt like their margin for error was so small in the scheme that Coach Nagy was running, that they wanted to to move on and go another place and play somewhere else, mm-hmm. and, and and get us chance to play in a different scheme with different players to see because in Chicago everybody just kept saying, "You guys are terrible. You guys are terrible. You guys are reason you're terrible. You're terrible. You're terrible." I remember going on Twitter after did right there. Uh, Jeremy Forrest says Leno was a joke in Chicago. He needed real coaching. Um, I remember going on Twitter and saying Leno is not a bad football player. Like yeah. he's not top five left tackles in the league, but for what they were paying him, Seven he was actually doing yeah. his job. I agree. Okay, 
man, did did people people were emotional about the Leno situation. They were. Yeah. So uh, it's just kind of interesting when these guys move on to watch them uh, develop in other places, uh, to watch them in a new scheme, to watch them out of Hallis Hall and how we watch Ryan Pace, we'll watch the Falcons, we'll see how they use these guys. By the way, Leno did develop in Chicago. He was a right. seventh-round mm-hmm. pick right. who took, who basically had a redshirt year. Um, Jermon Bushrod was the, was the tackle, took him under his wing. I'll never forget talking to Jermon Bushrod about that because he was getting, he was kind of getting banged up, realized that Leno was coming, and it was a very real uh, moment. I remember in the locker room with him talking about like, yeah, this kind of like, we all know that this happens in our careers and here's the young guy and I'm out right now. He's going to go in and Leno never gave it up. No, he started like 79 games. Yeah. Like he was, he was, a, and that's another thing. Olin, I know you know this, just the ability to be out there and start that many games in a row counts for something. Yeah, availability, man. It, availability and being out there and playing and getting better and being durable and people can count on you like you're saying, Adam, week to week. But And like you're saying, like there was the rare guy, Nicholas, that they developed, right? Mm-hmm. There was the rare, like go through, you want to have some fun today, <laughs> okay? Go Pull up. Put in Google Bears draft picks and go through pro football reference of the Bears draft picks and find yourself all the left tackles. The last early pick that was successful, I think they took Jimbo in 1983. Yep. Right, and you're talking about Stan Thomas, Mark Colombo, Chris Williams, Karimi. You're, like, you're talking about a long list and that's why we've had to go free agency so many times. Yeah, and I'd argue not a lot of um, not a lot of swings either. No, because like yeah. you just named like five guys. That's over thirty plus years, though. You start you start to get a little gun shy, right? You start to get you get like a few like you know Mark Colombo had that really bad. Um, I remember being I had my appendix taken out, and I was not I didn't play in the game. I think it was two thousand in St. Louis on a Monday night game. And Colombo got rolled up on. And I was in the locker room because I wasn't playing. And his kneecap was down in his side of his. <laughs> and so I was just, yeah. I just remember thinking there, that's going to be tough, man. That's going to be hard to come back from. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's sure, but he came back, had a good, a good career with the Cowboys, and then almost beat up Joe Judge as the offensive line coach in the Giants. That's a whole, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah, Colombo yeah. on one time and talk to him about that. What's he doing now? Uh, I don't know. Absolutely. I don't, you know, he went from coaching the Cowboys to being the online coach for the Giants to now out of the league. So hmm. um, I don't know. Maybe he's replaying Joe Judge's speech after the Bears game over and over again uh, to see what see what that's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody trying to figure that out. That was <laughs> that, that was, was something, man. I was I was in the wrong press conference that day. Well, just listening to was, the yeah. reporters in the press yeah. box, they were like. What the hell is, is this? We're going to be here for hours trying to like decipher what he actually said. So I was I, like, I think that idea. actually got him fired. Honestly, <laughs> like, like if there was any doubt that he just just couldn't survive that one. Um, and then Gabe Karimi, Gabe Karimi's injury happened against the Saints. You would have been playing for the Saints in that game. Yeah, I did, and we won that game. But anyway, yeah. that was. And then there, there's a there's a video though out there. And I gotta find it. 
and I'll post it online. I have it, I'm sure. It was at the end of the game. We're trying to ice the game out, and I pull on a play. And Lance and Erlacher, <laughs> they blew me up. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was like they beelined me. Like they knew, like, like, you know, they know the play. You know, end of the game, you're just writing the clock out. Yeah. And they knew, I don't know if they knew I was pulling, and they were they were literally laughing while my head was hitting the turf <laughs> wow. while they were going over me, you know. Oh. But uh, I've been run over a lot in my career, obviously. You get run over by Lance Briggs and Brian Erlacher. It's not. It's not. A big it's not the worst thing yeah. in the world. But man, did I get blown up? <laughs> is there? Is there? Is that clip out there? Oh, it's got. Uh, if it's not, I'll find it. That's awesome. I'll find it. I'll that's find a, that clip. That's a hilarious um, story. People are still waiting for the one practice clip that you you had mentioned. Oh, the Mike Wells. You know, that's one I wouldn't have access okay. to. The Bears would have to get you nine on seven tape from practice in 1998, and so I'm sure happened? they have it. What what happened? What was like the play that? Oh no! I just had to reach him on outside zone. We talked about hat speed earlier. Okay, yeah, yeah, going over our um, our uh, offensive line, offensive line the prospects, and yeah. I had to get my hat across on Mike Wells. And Mike Wells, two weeks earlier, I was watching him in the Bears weight room. He was doing like a five hundred sixty pound bench. Um, so in college, I used to jump turn guys, and I, if you don't know what a jump turn is, we'll talk about it another day, but. I used to jump turn guys and just kind of like turn them away from the outside zone. So I went to jump turn Mike Wells. And Mike Wells caught me in a jump turn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the best part of the story is Tony Wise, the O-line coach who drafted me. I was on the ground about five yards deep in the backfield. And he ran up and he stood over me and he goes, that's the block you were drafted for. And I was like, I don't know if I can make that block. <laughs> uh, those are some long, dark days, man, when you first hit the NFL. It's something. Yeah. It's a jump turn, are you actually leaving your feet to do that? Yes. So you jump turn. So that's vault. You make yourself Oh, yeah. Vulnerable. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Mm-mm. I can see how that could happen then. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. This is your, hey, this is your moment to shine, though. This is what you were drafted for. Okay. The CHGO membership uh technically it's a read but i think you can do it off the top of your head here off the top of my, just, well, just well, why don't you guys show me why, why don't you guys is CHGO so why don't great? you guys close you, all you, all why don't you, you guys to... close your computers yeah and then do a read off the top of your head okay chgo uh we got these shows every single day this uh-huh. one's actually easy it's actually just bullet points it's not even really a read right, but right. make sure you're checking out our shows well every- when you when you studied in college for this i didn't you know, this is just, I'm winging this. You so, know what I mean? All right. So I might So not. you would say, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're a journalist. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah. It's not probably, a basketball it's player. It's probably more important that I'm not a football than player. a basketball player. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's way more important. <laughs> yeah, I, I, since, since, you know, thir- 36 years old with no playing experience, uh, uh, I was still think, trying I was to make thinking, the NBA, was, that'd, be a, that'd be a problem. Listen, right? I was thinking about, like, our basketball tournament, just kind of running it through my head if it ever happened. I was like... Who walks out on crutches, right? Like I'm, oh, yeah. like who blows yeah. something out? <laughs> well, the truth is, the reason, part of the reason why I stopped playing yeah. is because I should have torn every ligament in my knee a few years Did ago. Did you land on lifetime. somebody? It just, I, it was one of those like non-contact, mm. like, like absorbing, even, like uh, like Odell Beckham Jr. Almost. So it was like I was out by the three-point line. Someone yeah. else on the opposite side shot a three, yeah. and I had a clear line to get the rebound, gather, go right back up for the layup. Got the rebound, came down the gather, my leg just went. <laughs> the wrong everyone in the gym thought I tore every oh ligament God. in my knee. And amazingly, you know what it was? It was the Andy Dalton knee bruise. Oh, okay. The bone bruise in my knee. That's all it was. How long did you lie on the ground? Oh, they took me out on a wheelchair. I don't. 
Yeah. Come on, man. I was like Paul Pierce, man. You gotta I had get to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Solid reference. No, I walked. I Paul walked. Pierce. I walked. <laughs> you like that reference? I I walked down the. Come lock, back I, and win the game in lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah, the right. um the paddle court guys clapping for yeah. you coming back in. Yeah. Oh man. No. Yeah, you. They are right there. You're yeah. right. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, CHGO. Memberships, make sure you're getting them all chgo.com. <laughs> if you were there yesterday, we had the Discord chat. Oh, yeah. got to get Olin in the Discord someday. We were talking about we were, that. Yeah, we were saying the, the gift game would be strong in some of the responses that you You could just respond there. to every single one with a gift. With a yeah. gift? Yeah. It would be pretty easy. Um, and you can get that at allchgo.com with the memberships. <laughs> get that free T-shirt. And, again, we have shows every single day for every team. Baseball starting up. Cubs. What's the Cubs playing today, Lawrence? I should probably know this already. What's that? What, what are the Cubs guys doing? They're at twelve thirty pregame, and then they'll be doing a, a full hour postgame after the game. So Ooh. we get our first Cubs postgame today. <laughs> Looking forward to that. So we a, do we get a Cubs versus White Sox podcast basketball game? Ooh, oh, can I play oh, in yeah, that one too? Who knows? <laughs> that's that's uh, maybe we should do our podcast versus podcast basketball game. We need to get one more. Then we have Will. See, I just I made. See, only- I just made us a team. I, yeah, I three on three. I seen a oh, tournament the other three. day. They oh, made fifty thousand for winning a three on three tournament. Did you see this? Did you see this on um, ESPN? Yeah, the three on three. We should okay. enter that. No, we would not win that one at all. I I would take us in the CSGO three on three league. Although I'd be a little yeah. bit worried about the Bulls guys. Yeah, no, they got game. I don't know if they do. I mean, Peck's angry most of the time. Yeah, Pet is, like yeah. he would worry me. He would definitely be most likely to get a technical foul, which I, I, should I would say usually this, say actually. Olin. That's, but that's not fair to Peck. Oh, no, He's no, not I, always I, angry. I have very few uh, technical <laughs> personal fouls in my career. Mm-hmm. What, would you have more if you played today, though? Probably. <laughs> with, the oh, taunting, yeah. with the taunting calls? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Most likely. Hey, all right. Uh, to close out the show today, though, I, I there was one thing I wanted to bring up stadium-wise because the oh, yeah. uh, our mayor, Lori Lightfoot, Lightfoot was on the score this morning, and look, I, I went back and listened to it, and she, she had to say what she had to say, which is basically the, she still believes that Chicago can be competitive against Arlington Heights in a new stadium, and she said essentially that we can offer the Bears more than anything a suburban site could, and I'm just like always like, how, 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 mm-hmm. how, how can you offer them something that the Bears would own? operate get the revenue from i don't i don't know how they could do that in the city of chicago but olin what i wanted to ask you as a player how much would you care about not playing in soldier field for for a guy who's played at soldier field drove down to the stadium uh you know that whole atmosphere down there you you guys been down there to watch games even if you haven't played you know the feeling when you walk in a soldier field on a monday night I got to walk in many nights, obviously. But, you know, for example, um, even though we lost a game, NFC Championship, Green Bay Packers, City of Chicago, Mm -hmm. walk in there for the NFC Championship game. Um, For someone who experienced it, it would suck to go to Arlington Heights and drive up. Because when you drive down the city skyline and Mm -hmm. this is – people will argue the number one city in the nation. The people will argue that. So – um, for a guy who's been a part of a lot of those games, a lot of those drives, a lot of those nights, a, a lot of that atmosphere, right? Bears on, on the buildings, right? Uh, uh, orange, everything mm-hmm. uh, in orange and yeah. blue, and 
just all of that stuff. Um, but the young players, they wouldn't really even know. But if yeah. you're if you're asking me yeah. personally, uh, it would suck. Yeah, well, it would it, suck if I played like my first seven years, and then my next seven I have to go to Arlington Heights. And uh, you know it's the business opportunity. It's what they're going to build there. Like you're saying, they own everything. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. And you went on to play in the Superdome, mm. which has its own home field. Unbelievable. Because of how loud it is. Right. I mean, having covered a game there, it's right. It's 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 loud. But what I guess what what's the biggest difference from going like a place like Soldier Field where the outdoor elements matter to then going into a dome? Well, it's just like when you hear when when you talk to people in the NFL circles and you ask them with all the lo- with all the careers that have been ruined at Hallis Hall why are you going to coach for the Chicago Bears you know how hard it is to win there why are you doing this the history man that's what the answer you always get yeah. mm-hmm. it's where it started George Hallis started the NFL there you know what i mean like and then they start reeling off the names Gail Sayers Dick Buckus Walter Payton, you know, uh, Jimbo Culver. They just, the history behind this team. Now, if you're just talking about outdoors and Soldier Field and the grass and how cold, it's one of the hardest places to play in the NFL, right? It's just, but that's what makes it so great to play there all the time. You know, I remember tackling a Seattle Seahawks in a 2006 uh, NFC Divisional game, hitting my head on the turf and like, you know, they call it a stinger now, but... um, Gosh, my neck was, you know, that's how the thing is like solid ice, mm-hmm. you know, at that time of the year. So, um, but the history driving into the city of Chicago, that's would be different. So, see, what's interesting about that is I think there's a world in which you can embrace the Bears history and understand that at what point are you caught in your history to the point that you can't advance out of it? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we're now you know, 30-plus years removed from – 35 years mm. removed from the Super Bowl. Um, That's not true from winning the Super Bowl. From winning the Super Bowl. I apologize. You're you're right. Mm-hmm. But As usual. even – not to start dating you, Olin, we're getting close to 20 <laughs> well, can, years. People people can see it's live. <laughs> you don't have to date me. <laughs> people can see how old I am. We're not on – hey, this is a theater of the yeah, mind. We're not, on, we're not on radio. People can see. We're over 15 years since your Super Bowl appearance. Oh, I tell you, when I wake, wake up in the morning, it feels like longer than that. <laughs> but but you, you're, you're right, you know, and, and, and it's going to move the Bears forward. And, and we know that more than anything, Ted Phillips is a businessman. More than number one thing he is. Because he doesn't win a lot of football games when he's in charge. The number one thing Ted does is he's a very good businessman. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'm uh, interested to see where this goes. I will have to say that uh, I think, well, there's going to have to be some resolution to this. Probably some point this year. Because if you're going to get to the point where they actually close on the land, which is the discussion, and will it happen by the end of 2022 or early 2023, like they need to start having discussions about Okay, okay, Lori Lightfoot, this magical plan that you have. I just saw, I'm well, sorry what to is cut it? you off. Yeah. I just saw, Adam, isn't there a proposal to build a casino yes. in the city? Yes, mm-hmm. that's coming. Yeah. So, I, so I wonder, well, <laughs> here we go. Only for president. Yeah. Here we go. 
But you got to understand that it's... Uh, I think they like middle school president. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think that's what they mean. <laughs> middle school president. Team president? Team, team U.S. president? president? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, man. The last two, you never know. Yeah. The last two. Every, everybody's got a shot. <laughs> All right, fun show today. Uh, really, well, I don't know what we accomplished, but I don't fun. know what we accomplished either. <laughs> well, I think I think An we, no, we actually accomplished a lot here. I, I, my height got canceled. My basketball career got canceled. Um, so why, it's not a career. I, I got canceled for looking like Aaron Rodgers. No more ad reads from you me. You do? Yeah, we put my that on Twitter. Ad reads got canceled. I got canceled. Right. Everybody. Adam called me old. I appreciate that. Yeah. I I own this podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm He's doing his Aaron Rodgers impersonation. Yeah. 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 Careful. Also Olin didn't like that. I'm immunized as well, just so you know. <laughs> Did anybody like that? Um, you know what I mean? Like, does anybody, like, I don't know I, if I, even, I, if, I, even if it's true, yeah. if someone walks up to your face and says, I, yeah. I effing own you. Well, that's what I didn't like. I didn't like that the Bears just kind of accepted it. They, that's, that's what they, I they hated. accepted it. So I don't you. think they, yeah. That, Thank mm. you. So, like, I know... And you just let it go because when it blows up, it's good for everybody. But I was on Molly and Hall, and they asked me, if you were on the field and and Aaron Rodgers would have done that, how would you have felt? Context is everything. I said, I would have felt like punching him in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, it came out, only wants to punch Aaron, which is sometimes is true. I mean, who doesn't want to punch? Didn't Aaron a guy who has 160 million. Yeah, on the, um, on the punter who wears tank tops podcast. Um <laughs> It's <laughs> uh, a great name for the podcast, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Man, the punter wears tank tops. I uh, like Pat yeah. McAfee, but that'd be a great name. The punter who, <laughs> hey, careful now. He won WrestleMania last week, I think. Uh, he hey, did. I didn't get to watch it. Did you? anybody see WrestleMania? I, I didn't watch, watch it. it, but I saw, saw what he did. I was yeah. actually pretty impressed. Did that backflip. Yeah. yeah. He, he also broke. got stunned by Stone Cold. But oh, did he? Uh, they didn't, they didn't put that talk. They, they didn't put that, put that on the Punter Wears Tank Tops Twitter account. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Hey, let's end this the way we started. Tiger Woods is one under through seven. Let's I, go. I get, I, come on, man. Let's go, Tiger. See, I'm. That's unbelievable. You just got to respect the guy. Athlete. He's not perfect. Go human to points beings. bet and bet on Tiger. That's a, I, I, might I might go might do, do that, that right yeah. now. Yes, mm-hmm. Hey, does that count as an ad read? Is that an ad read? Uh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> we got it in. <laughs> See, you don't need paper in front oh, of No, I want to read it, Who needs though? this? Close the computer. We're done. We're out of here. Follow <laughs> us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Nicholas Moriano, at Olin underscore Kruitz. Uh, Nick will be back tomorrow with Will to close out the week. Yep. And uh, with, his, with, with his motorcycle jacket again, he'll be back. It's a That's nice a nice jacket. jacket. Right, what is that? They had a few good motorcycle shows. Well, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> well, it's that time of the year for the Bears. Do you ride? I do not. Okay. Well, no. Mm-mm. You play T-ball, though, everybody. Talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs> T-ball's tough sport, man. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> 